Okay. Hello, uh, girlfriend. <laughs> oh. So we're live. live on Facebook Fantastic. and Instagram now. Anyone joining us, which I'm pretty button. sure is no I can one. check. Well, this one's just but, uh, Welcome to Live at Five. It's been, a, it's been a hot minute. It's been three days. Yeah, well, two days and a little bit, I would say. Oh, I need to go on Nathan. Um, Jake Miller. But yeah, if you're, I mean, if you're tuning on in on Instagram, welcome to Amber Live at Five. Uh, we've had a weekend off, which is probably going to be the regular thing from now on. It'll be live at 5 p.m. Monday to Friday. So, I was wondering why I didn't say we we're live, and I realized because we're on the Anvil. I was on the Anvil. Account. Yeah, well, that's exactly <laughs> so, what I've done here too. We're live. Okay, we're live. Okay, so Wong Tang Dan has joy. What are we talking? To, what are we talking about today? I've got a few talking points. Oh, you do? Yeah, well, I came prepared. I don't okay, know about go. you. Hit you. us up with something. Yeah, start us off. Oh, you want me to go? Start just one. Just, just one, one talking point. Just one to start us off. I'd like to thank anyone who watched any of our podcasts today. Yeah. A lot of our podcast content went up for the first time ever. Mm. And we actually got some very nice messages from a few people. So it turns out people do listen to what we have to say. And also... Um, I'm probably going to have to smarten up. Yeah. <laughs> also, the feedback is great as well because we are very mm, experienced and yeah, Dan yeah. made a mistake yeah, on one Dan of made the... A, uh... Dan made a boo-boo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't take the audio off one of the videos and then put the other audio track over the top, on top of, of it. On top of it, easy. Yeah. Perfect. And yeah, it says an echo in the room, apparently. So anyone who watched the... What was that one called? That was the, the Accessing Mental Health for Veterans. Right. Yeah, the Mental Health for Veterans. If anyone did watch that one... Uh, there's probably a bit of double audio at the front. We've taken that video down for now. That'll be fixed and re-uploaded tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Uh, Big Brother Danny, for hitting yeah, us up thank earlier. you, Danny. The, yeah, the, we the, actually the, do the better Daniel. <laughs> we actually do appreciate the feedback. We do. Yeah, we have yeah. no idea what we're doing. We always learn from feedback. Yes. Yeah, we get a fair bit of feedback actually, which is nice. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. Um, because we want to keep getting better and we want to keep delivering stuff that you guys want to listen to or yeah let us know what you want to listen or... to and i think if we should do it at a different time like what time do does this. everyone else want us to listen to to listen to our shit this one you <laughs> yeah. think people want to be up any earlier than this it's bloody isolation man everyone's sleeping we until 4 30 p.m straight in again oh hey wakes hey dude yeah, i guess welcome. we can look at the analytics and if there's like a better time slot. We've looked at the analytics. Well, this that's, is the best one. That's what I mean. So unless there's another one that is better on the analytics. Nathan has this weird urge to get out of bed at like six in the morning. Why? Tell us why. <laughs> yeah. You have an hour. We must know. You were it's in the army for how long? Bloody 10 years almost. Because if I don't you have something get up early to enough? come to in the morning, I just lay in bed all day. You do. You do. Nobody, have yeah, but nobody is stopping you from coming here. Yeah. You yeah. come here at whatever time. No, but I have no, like, there's no, um, like, no one's going to tell me off. And I'll tell you off. We can start telling you off. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I'm not here by, like, 8 o'clock, just yell at well, me. Yeah. Until I cry. Eight's when we get here. By Until you cry. So. Yeah. Everyone on live heard that, so I will be doing that from now on. If anyone wants to see uh, Nathan cry, I'll be doing my own little live stream. Yeah. Do you want me to just go live every night called when the, I get home? called the cry yeah. stream. The crush. And it would basically be me yelling at Nathan every cry morning. Cry So... <laughs> The, the competition will really be, do people want to see us talk shit for an hour every afternoon <laughs> or do people just want to tune in for 10 minutes every morning oh, and watch handsome, Nathan cry? Handsome yeah. young man crying. Mm. Yeah. I can really express my emotions to you We'll all. pop those videos on our OnlyFans because I think that definitely fits in the Nathan OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, content. well, anyone got recommendations for OnlyFans content, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, I'm waking things up. Yeah. Um, Tay, how's it going? Hey, Tay. Welcome, anyone who's just recently joined, Anvil Live at 5. We said thank you to anyone who listened to our podcast today. 
been a whole bunch of podcast content go up uh, this morning, basically. Yeah, on Spotify and YouTube. Yep. Uh, so there's all the live at five videos. They'll be going up in their own playlist on YouTube. Are they going on Spotify? No. What's that, sorry? The live at five videos. Uh, well, I don't have the raw audio. Well, like, we could figure it out. But, yeah. Um... We can probably just leave them for YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but then there's our actual podcast, which is called The Hard Way with Amble. Uh, that's basically all of our articles put on. Shaky's watching my um, my watch party that I put oh, on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shaky. Shaky. Fuck. Uh, yeah. So our podcast Vegan. is based on the articles that we've written. So there's over 30 articles on our website, probably approaching 40 now. And they will all be turned into podcast content. So if you can't be fucked reading anything, which is, I think, most people these people, days. Yeah. yeah. Or you would rather go for a walk and listen to something. Or you'd like to have it on while you're cooking dinner or, you know, uh, you just ha- like the background noise. Uh, all the articles will be turned into podcast content. And we will try our very best to cover all the topics that get covered in the articles. Um, obviously, the article allows for a much more dense sort of information. Yeah. Well, the, the article is presented as an article, as yeah. just a piece of information, whereas the podcasts are like kind of conversations yeah. about things. So you if know. you do listen to a podcast and you think, fuck, I'd like to know a bit more about that, there's always Live at Five to jump on. You can ask us any questions you want. If you did listen to a podcast and something just sounded like complete bullshit, feel free to call us out. We like to be challenged. Uh, but if you do think, oh, this actually sounds like quite a good article, they're all on the website. They're all free. Everything we do education-wise, totally free. Probably the best feedback we've had is for the posterior chain one. Yeah. Posterior yeah. chain. Yeah. So there's, I mean, I'm writing a training series of articles at the moment. So there'll be 12, by the end of this year, there'll be 12 training-specific articles, not including the ones that came out last year. So anyone who's following us purely for training-related reasons, there'll be a lot of training content coming out. Uh, we also like to talk about training on the live at five stuff so anyone who has any training related questions we're always happy to answer them you can facebook message them through you can send them through on the chat uh the instagram chat we're always happy to answer basically anything whether it be training business education or just general life related shit so yeah favorite colors yeah <laughs> yeah actually oh, i um drink this year. i've been yeah, too bloody your, busy wrap your lips around that i did have busy. you guys have been yeah, yeah. oh yeah i need well, that milk inside me i've been working pretty hard today so yeah um, this morning, actually, Dwayne did ask me to cover off on some nutrition stuff. Okay. Uh, tonight. So, and he did ask, he said, Why haven't you spoken about nutrition yet? And I said to him that nutrition's a real tricky one, mm. especially when it comes to qualifications. Um, you could be a qualified nutritionist, you could be, you know, a fully qualified dietitian. But at the end of the day, as a qualified PT, we're not, we don't feel totally okay with giving people specific dietary advice well yeah and there's a like on the course you are told what you should be told by assuming your instructor is good that um your qualifications don't cover dietitian enough like diet stuff enough to really have a like a strong knowledge base of it yeah certainly um so and the guidelines for PTs, we say Cert 3 or Cert 4, is to only recommend what's within Australian dietary guidelines, yeah. which you can, anyone can find online. Yeah. And it's pretty standard stuff, like the same stuff you can't learn in school, yeah. food pyramid, and et cetera. Yeah. Um, if, so if you want more, like, so that's why we don't, are big on or don't offer, like, personalized dieting for people. Yeah. Like, we can make recommendations, like, say, 
you know, here's what you, here, what are you eating? Okay, well, this is what you can do to be more like this, and that this is most likely those guidelines. Yeah. Um, I think otherwise with, you get in dangerous territory. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, with nutrition, there's people that have, you know, maybe uh, weight-related goals or training-related goals, and then there's people with actual dietary conditions, mm -hmm. you know. So when it comes to someone with a goal, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to nutrition, it's calories in versus calories out for, you know, the general population. So if you want to gain weight, muscle, fat, whatever, you need to eat more than you're burning on a day-to-day -day basis. If you want to lose weight, you have to eat less than what you're burning on a day-to-day -day basis. So there's a couple of ways you can go about that. You can either starve yourself or you can exercise more, right? So one of them is unhealthy. Starving yourself is not good for you and I would never recommend anyone do that. Or you can build an exercise program and then tailor your diet around Shall that. On. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then gaining weight is the same. You know, if you want to put on muscle mass, you can't do it very efficiently in a calorie deficit, right? So, you know, there's probably a fair few PTs out there that would, you know, argue with me on that point. They'd say, oh, you can recomp or, you know, you could eat a high level of protein while reducing your carb intake. At the end of the day, it's very, very difficult to put muscle mass on in a calorie deficit, right? Unless you are um, a newbie, unless you have been training for like maybe let's say less than 24 months, which I mean, that's probably most people. That's if you haven't been, been doing resistance training or weight training for a very long time, you can probably get away with calorie deficit plus weights equals muscle gain, right? And you will see strength increases, which covers off on another point that I'm happy to talk about later. But you will see progress when it comes to weight loss and strength increase and you can be in a calorie deficit. But what's happening in your body is not... I'm gaining muscle mass. It's I'm developing neural pathways to my muscles. So I'm learning how to use them properly. The strength is more than likely already there, right? You might gain a small percentage of density, but you're losing that fat, that the fat's being turned into energy so that your body can do all the training that you're now asking it to do. And your muscles are developing strength because your body is learning how to use them properly. You know, you're doing all these movements that in week one you're shit at because you've never done them before. And then in week six, you're starting to get pretty good at bench pressing because you've done it for six fucking weeks. Mm, so like, it's a lot of snap adaptivity as well. Your body yeah. goes, oh, I need to adapt to this new yeah. thing. So it snaps into it, and yeah. then, but then it plateaus as that's, most people find yeah that's exactly right so when it comes to something like nutrition if i'm talking to someone who says oh, i really want to get strong as fuck that's all i want to do i want to gain strength i will tell them you need to eat in a calorie surplus yeah. but ideally that calorie surplus looks like um you know a decent amount of protein ideally if we're looking to gain muscle mass you're looking at 2.2 grams of um protein per kilo of body weight i yeah. think yep uh, yeah, that's right. 2.2 grams of protein per kilo of body weight. So 100 kilo guy, I need to eat about 200 kilos. Pro oh, 200 kilos, Jesus. <laughs> 200 grams of protein a day. So for me, that looks like a couple of steaks a day plus some protein shakes, right? For, you know, a much lighter person, they don't need to eat as much protein. And then a balance of fats and carbs. Now, ideally, that balance can be whatever you want. If you're doing um, the keto diet, you're going to have fuck all carbs. You're going to have mm. probably a lot of fats. If you're doing not the keto diet, you'll have probably more carbs and less fats, depending on whether you've demonized fats before in your life. But realistically, that breakup 
isn't super important. I mean, for some people with dietary restrictions, yes, there's some stuff that you might need to play with in there. But at the end of the day, as long as you're hitting that calorie deficit and you're eating a balanced diet that looks like, I don't know, red meat, ideally, unless you're a vegan or a vegetarian. You get a supplement that. Yeah, you need the nutrients that's in red meat. It's really hard to get away with all the stuff that comes in a steak. You know, you're looking at now iron supplements. You're looking at other, you know, vitamins. And you can do it. It's just more difficult. Yeah. Unless you're a genetic freak. So if you see a dude like vegan powerlifter, Mm. you know, he's one in a million. Don't get tricked by genetics. Or he's on drugs, you know. Yeah. Um, And... You know, you should be eating a shitload of vegetables, you know, five servings a day. So five handfuls of vegetables. If you can get them in a day, you need to, right? That's a whole lot of vitamins and nutrients that you're not going to get anywhere else. You should be having carbs for energy. So good carbs. We're looking at things like rice, you know, and white rice will burn quicker than brown rice in your body. So if you're having brown rice, expect it to hang around a lot longer as a slow burn energy source than, say, a banana or white rice where you could have that for lunch and then train in the RV, you probably burn it off. Um, and then with fats, you know, there's probably good fats in the steak. You get heaps of good fats in fish. Um, nuts have great fats in them. So if you balance your diet, and I always come back to that, as long as it's balanced, you know, if you're having Maccas on one day, try not to have it the next day, right? If you have a pizza one day, try not to have it until the next week, Dan. <laughs> Don't attack me. And, you know, most of your meals throughout the day should be wholesome food you know a good way to judge that is if you walk into a supermarket and it comes in a packet it's probably not that wholesome you know so things like you know raw meat is fine whatever um but vegetables fruits all this stuff is stuff that you can you know if you're feeling snacky or you're feeling hungry you know aim towards the stuff that doesn't come wrapped in Mm. plastic right that that's pretty much the best gen pop nutrition advice you're gonna get yeah i find um with nutrition it like um scientific nutrition conflicts with people's goals a lot and very common goals yeah so for a lot of dudes it's usually i want to put on and even you know all i guess all genders i usually like i want to put on lean muscle without and lose fat (laughs) yeah it's like okay well pick one pick one let's (laughs) let's have a look at this yeah um i think like i I spoke to a guy a while ago and he was talking about he wanted to lose weight and but he wanted to get stronger and he kind of passed that newbie gains yeah period so he couldn't just rely on like that snap yeah like oh look how good i'm getting at this yeah um and he's and he's like oh, i want to keep getting bench at um like get my bench up and but i yeah. want to get under 100 kilos and like well look, dude you can you can have to pick one because yeah. unless you have like this this perfect diet yeah you're not going to do both at the same time so if you want to lose weight because i know you want to do that and that's been a goal of yours for ages maybe focus on that for a while um because you're not going to get stronger or that much stronger unless you're in a surplus so don't get caught up in like wanting everything at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah certainly. And I think that's another thing that I was going to talk to about um, is progress, is how to measure progress, right? Yeah. So like that's one of the – and if you've got a personal trainer or you've got a coach or something, uh, you've probably had the – or you should have had the conversation day one, literally, you should sit down with them and they should ask you what are your goals. You know, it should be the first thing basically out of their mouth after you've sort of introduced yourself because if you don't know what you want to achieve, it's very hard to get there, right? So, and I mean, Dan has already said it, but pretty much everyone's first goal is either lose weight or gain strength. And most of the time it's hand in hand. Yeah, Yeah, I want to get stronger, I want to lose weight. And unless you've never been inside a gym before, 
chances of those two things happening very difficult mm. um now you can do tricky little things to see progress while losing weight like you can change the metrics so um like you were saying this guy has been benching for long enough that he's probably not going to put any numbers on his bench while losing weight mm. while also eating whatever calorie deficit but if you were to say, oh, okay, hey, let's learn the clean and jerk or, you know, you'd learn a different or you go, oh, okay, let's work on your floor press or uh, incline bench, you know, you change the lift slightly and chances are their body hasn't adapted quite as much to that lift yet. Mm. So you could put them in a deficit. This is advice for, you know, a coach who might be struggling for, you know, what to do with a client that might not be seeing as much progress anymore is you can put them in a calorie deficit and then give them three more lifts to do if you're using bench squat deadlift just change them slightly and then build those numbers instead you know because they're going to start seeing newbie gains all over again because yeah. these are all three unfamiliar movements and they're going to go fuck i'm getting so much stronger i can i could only incline bench 20 kilo dumbbells before and now i can do 40s yeah okay so that's so, just a, a neurological jump, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well this is over six yeah, weeks yeah. okay but um but that's a neurological adaption. Like I said before, that's not your body getting stronger, right? That's your technique at incline bench getting good enough so that your muscles can actually do what they're capable of doing. Okay. And that's like, um, so I, I thought of that topic because today I was talking to a couple of the clients who we work with, a couple of the veterans, and, um, and we've been seeing some really good improvements in the way that they can lift or, you know, the technique that they're using. But most of these people aren't getting stronger, right? They're not physically any bigger than when they walked in. They're not, you know, their muscle, um, muscle percentage in their body probably isn't that much greater than fucking six weeks ago because yeah. over six weeks, that change is quite small. But their technique has gotten so much better and they've learned to use their leverages so much better that now they're lifting more weight than they ever thought they could six weeks ago. So that's another thing to make sure that you're, uh, I guess, conscious of is you can improve your lifts and be in a calorie deficit, not get stronger, just improve the lifts if you constantly focus on technique because you're suddenly working on uh, leverages, getting you know the perfect technique for those three lifts or whatever, the numbers will go up, I guarantee it. But you can also lose weight at the same time. And yeah. for a client that might not know exactly what's going on, it looks to them like they are getting stronger. Well, yeah, because their mm. metric of um, improvement mm. is that numbers Number going up, yep. numbers in the bar going up, numbers on the scale going down. Mm. And so if you know how to do those two things simultaneously without, you know, breaking science, <laughs> that's an awesome thing. Like I can say um, personal experience, when we first started really working our technique, I put on 20 kilos on my bench or something. Oh, more. Like way more, way more now. But yeah. in a very short period, it went up a lot. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way I got 20 kilos stronger on my bench no. in that small amount of time just no. from raw strength. No. Like I wasn't just jabbing needles into my chest <laughs> and tries. Uh, it was just from, and that's a massive increase, a massive strength gain without having to... Yeah, take drugs. Take drugs or, or eat or enormous, eat enormous amounts. Of food. amounts. Yeah. yeah, so it's doable. You can achieve those goals of theirs without having to, you know, lie to them. Sometimes. Yeah, or fill them with drugs. Yeah, we had uh, Mark jump on Nelson. Hey, um, Marky Mark, Britta and Chelsea are on. Hey, Welcome girls. everyone. Hello, anyone new? And Scott, Scott Bim listening to us talk oh, about Bimmy. nutrition. 
Uh, thank you again to anyone that listened to any of our podcasts today. We dropped a whole bunch of new audio and visual content. Uh, it's all over Spotify, YouTube. Um, we've got, well, we did have one more video, but it's gone now because <laughs> Dan, Dan doubled up the audio on one of the videos. So that's disappeared. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, that's a make some adjustments. But there's, um, a, there's a fair few videos up there now. It's mainly this, you know, it's nothing special. It'd just be looking at us talking. But the podcast content is all our article content. So Daniel Peach jumped on. Oh, um, I am a bitch, yeah. Peachy, yeah. yeah. Hey, dude. From um, Afghan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Hey, dude. Yeah, welcome, everyone. Um, yeah, but apart he from He might that, not recognize you, too. Yeah. Maybe not even not. me soon. Yeah, true. <laughs> Drawing it out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we were talking about nutrition and uh, measuring progress in the gym. Uh, we were, I mean as just a little summary, we were talking about how a lot of people's goals are conflicting. Mm. You know, a lot of people want to lose weight and gain strength at the same time, which from a scientific perspective, like Dan said before, isn't very easy to do. No. In fact, it's almost impossible. Mm. And like under less with genetics. Yeah. Yes. And, and some people that can do it, but it's very small percent. I mean, under the ideal. So when like the stars align, yeah. you can recomp, but very difficult. And, very hard to sustain too. Like your Can body you has to be in this explain perfect. Explain for people recomping. Recomping is turning. I don't want to say turning fat into muscle. What it is <laughs> is <laughs> it's gaining muscle mass while losing body fat percentage, right? So, and it probably doesn't even look like the number on the scale. Chelsea is going said that's down. my goal, and I'm struggling. Um, I think that was to. That'll be losing, losing weight, weight gaining, gaining strength. strength. Yeah. Right. So, well, that's true. Cause yeah, she's trying to get in Chelsea's case, she's trying to go under a certain weight. Yeah. For a competition. Britta said it's called the Goldilocks period. Yeah. And it's very difficult to do. Right. So, um, my advice is as for a power lifter, right? So, this doesn't really apply as much to bodybuilding, but for a power lifter, you need to try and maintain your weight as much as possible there will be fluctuation, right? And as far as gaining strength goes, your weight will probably even go up a little bit, right? Up until maybe six weeks out of a comp, cut that weight back down to under limit in that four-week period and then go back to eating normally for the two weeks so that you've got the energy to lift on that day. So it's, it's very hard to do and you need a good coach, but you can't, under normal circumstances, you just can't gain strength, right, and lose weight at the same time so in this situation say you're i think chelsea's a couple weeks out of competition june or something like six to eight weeks out of assuming it's i think it's still on now yeah yeah i think it's back on so in this situation right i wouldn't be looking at putting muscle mass on your frame you're not trying to you should eat at a level where you're just maintaining right what you should be doing is working as hard as possible on the technique for those lifts so that the numbers are as high as possible july july yeah and i understand so, it's quite difficult for chelsea because she's elite yeah yeah so the <laughs> yeah. number's not going to go up that much in well, a short yeah, space of time yeah, for that short period of time like as long as i, don't know, I guess it depends on what chelsea's you know her kind of because she's probably got her own perception yeah. of progress for that and especially working with maro and matt and her yeah. co- like her coaches um but as long as she, I guess as long as she can reach her weight goal, so she can compete in that class, yeah, and still put up the same numbers, that's still pretty good in my yeah. opinion for an elite lifter. Yeah, 
She said bah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, and obviously everyone wants to always get better. Well, well yeah. That's and that's hard to do. That's but the nature of the sport. That's competing. the goal. You yeah. always want to do better. You always want to win, right? And that's just people that are competitive. I'm like that. Like if even one session is worse than the last session, I get pissed off. Mm. But I have to remind myself that you know, your body is going through these waves, basically. It all depends on how much sleep you're getting, what kind of food you're eating. You know, if I eat a fucking pizza before a session, I might have more energy because I've just got a shitload of carbs in my body, but I've got no nutrients, so I'm probably feeling pretty fucking shit in general. Like, my body's probably aching or whatever. It didn't get the chance to recover properly before the session or from whatever I did the day before. Whereas, you know, if I eat properly... I might, and if I eat really properly, like I eat enough rice and veggies and stuff before that next session, my body's probably got the nutrients it needs. But then you're looking at um, like water weight as well. You need to drink a shitload of water before your training sessions and your water is going to make your uh, number on the scales go up. So you drink a shitload of water so that you can fucking max out one day and then you get on the scales and it's like four kilos heavier than what you normally are. You can't freak out then. And if yeah. you're on creatine and you just water yeah. weight. Yeah, well, I think I, measured, I weighed myself in 111, almost 112 kilos one yeah. week. And then one week later, I weighed 106. Yeah. I just ha- I hadn't drank a lot of like barely any water that day. Yeah. And that played heavily because no way I lost almost six kilos in one week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's something that I think people need to be aware of is you get like a two to three kilo fluctuation. Everyone does. Most individuals get a two to three kilo fluctuation every week from mm. water weight, right? So if you're weighing yourself on a Monday Chelsea and then... she doesn't drink water. Well, you should. <laughs> what if, what if, we, is you it will what if die. we do holy water? What will you drink it? <laughs> she said me for sure um, in reply to the competitiveness. Oh, yeah. yeah so, I mean, if you weigh yourself on a Monday, for example... And then you weigh yourself that Friday and that week you just didn't hydrate properly. Mm. You're going to be down a couple of kilos and you you might feel good. You might go, oh, fuck, I would like feel, feel great light, about that yeah. scale number. But then over the weekend, because you're so fucking thirsty, like you drink emoji. heaps of water, <laughs> you, dr- you weigh yourself again on Monday and you're up three kilos and you go, oh, no, I had such a shit weekend. I ate all yeah. this fucking... No, that's your water, that's your water weight, right? If you're still training, if you're still eating the same as you always do, your body will not change three kilos in a week. That is water retention versus like sweating. Um, I mean, going to the toilet. And uh, if you train really hard one day and it's a hot fucking day, you're probably losing a lot more water than if you'd train in the cold or at night or it's just an accessory session or whatever. So my advice would be... Stop fucking weighing yourself. Well, yeah, I think... <laughs> and just eat as normal as you normally do. Like, don't eat too much. Don't eat way less than you would normally do. Yeah, just... I think scales aren't a very good metric for prog- progress. I understand for, say, overweight people, yeah. people that where their weight is a detriment to their health. Mm. Yeah. yeah, obviously, it's a, good, it's a good metric. But for the average person, average gym goer, it's, it yeah. doesn't really... Get do. off the scales yeah. and get back under the bar. Yeah. Unless uh-huh. you're competing and like Chelsea needs to be under a certain weight, then why yeah. would it matter? But that's something you don't need to worry about until maybe it's six weeks out, check your weight and then put in place a plan to drop down so that you're definitely safe over the next four weeks. Obviously, don't fucking weigh yourself that much. Hit the four week mark, recheck. If you're under, good, maintain, compete, mm. right? If Chelsea said every day I weigh, follow macros every day. Yeah, so if you're following the same diet plan, your body will adapt mm. to that diet plan. It's the same with lifting, mm. right? So if you, I mean, an extreme example is you can build up to say a, a 
diet of 6,000 calories a day. This is like a professional bodybuilder, right? Eating like six fucking huge meals a day. They can be on 6,000 calories a day and train and not gain weight, right? Because that's their maintenance. And then you drop them down to 4,000 and suddenly they fucking shred up, right? So if you're clever about it, you can sustain yourself on quite a large amount of food. So if you are eating, following your macros and you're sticking to that stuff, every day is the same, then if you're seeing scale fluctuations, hormones, water weight, right? Um, and if you fucking binge eat on like, I don't know, cookies and pizza and something one day, <laughs> maybe you put on a little bit of fucking weight, but your body is very good at figuring out what it needs to do to stay the exact same, like, you know, come back to homeostasis. Mm. Um, if you want to push yourself to obesity, fucking eat fast food every day for six weeks, that'll do it. But if you have fast food once a week and you train very regularly, good luck getting fat. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know in Chelsea's case, she's got a dietitian mm. has written her a yeah. um, thing, which isn't not everyone has it. No. Barely anyone has that. So yeah. she's probably a bit more unique in the sense of like one, her goals, yeah. elite lifter. Yeah. And, <laughs> And so what she's eating is more tailored. So she's going to yeah. see probably more specific results yeah. than um, someone like me who's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Who's a bit more lazy about what you put in your body. <laughs> a bit more blase fair. <laughs> lazy. No. Um, no. If My advice for Chelsea would be really just work on every single session, work the technique, right? Develop the neural connection with the muscles, which is as simple as... Um, you know, doing that movement perfectly over and over again. So an example might be, let's say you have to do fucking 30 reps total of bench for your bench day. And that's split up into six sets or five sets of six, right? So someone says you need to do 30 reps, whatever. That's the volume you need to, I don't know, get stronger, whatever. Instead of doing five sets of six reps, do 10 sets of three. Right, because that's 10 first reps, perfect reps that you're getting compared to the five that you were getting before. Same amount of volume, right? You're probably going to be fresher doing it 10 sets of three. And so every single one of those first reps, you make it as if it's a competition lift. I guarantee you when you get to competition, you'll be more prepared doing it that way than you would be if you did five sets of six. Yeah. Yeah. So you can manipulate a training program like that because the volume's volume, right? It's the same. It's fucking amount of reps times by amount of weight on the bar for the entire session. So, I mean, if it's 10 sets of three versus five sets of six and the 10 sets of three might seem easier, but if it's competition intensity, it's going to fuck you up mm. anyway. And so. that's the specificity, which will be part of her training. I'm sure she's got in her program probably closer to actual competing, which is probably getting close now. Yeah. Well, yeah. the specificity is doing comp bench press. Like, well, yeah. And rather so she's than doing, doing that board comp, press. Or yeah. She's doing that comp stuff and she's getting that. And I'm assuming that's part of her program. Yeah. I know Matt and Mara are big on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for, say, other people who don't have, will really understand the importance of um, specificity. And specificity is just doing the movement that you're actually training for. Yeah. So like for us, we do a lot of our three big lifts, say for benching is two board press, floor press, and um, just mind blanked. Recoil. Thank you. Recoil bench. <laughs> um, so none of those are competition bench, but we, so we have some, we, after we do those things, we do some comp bench just with lightweight though. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then say, well, if we're competing or when we're going to compete, we would say introduce recoil bench as our main one. 
We would just cut the variations out. Yeah, that's so, completely. Yeah. So just get rid of those and bring that competition bench as the main component. Yeah. Yeah. The closer you get to competition, the more time you need to spend doing what you're going to do on that competition day. Mm. Chelsea said in two weeks on a peaking block. Oh, okay. Nice. Is that, I mean, if Chelsea can, so is that her last heavy, like peak heavy stuff? Before oh, the comp? okay. Is that two weeks before a comp? Well, no, um, I think a lot oh. of people do like, so like six oh, weeks. I think she means in two weeks, she will be doing her peaking yeah. block for yeah, competition. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So when you're doing that peaking block for competition, I mean, and I know the programs because I've seen the guys she write them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the way the guys write those programs and they are very specific, right? They're perfect for a powerlifting competition because you're basically hitting lots of reps with mm. the... Um, the lifts that you will be doing on that comp day. It's a six-week program. Yeah, and the accessories will be the exact same or like whatever you just need to, I guess, recover better and train those muscle groups that just need a little bit of attention. Um, what you need to be careful with a peaking block is that it's your calories are tailored to that peaking block because in a peaking block, the intensity might go down because the volume might go down. So... If you're doing less overall volume, you're not training as hard as you would be if you were doing just a strength program where you're just doing as much as possible, you know, within a limit. So you might see a fluctuation in weight because the intensity that you're training at has lowered or the amount of weight that you're lifting on an overall basis is lowered. You know, so my advice would be take the peaking block program to your dietitian and say, right now, this is how I'm training. I'm doing seven days a week of, for example, double sessions. In two weeks, I'll only be doing five days a week of single sessions. Mm. How do I need to adjust my calories to cater for that? You know, And hopefully, they will slightly bring them down so that you're only eating enough to maintain over that period of time. Because, yeah, the last thing you want is for your weight to go up just so because you're peaking. Even with heavier weights, question mark. Yeah, because it's, all, it's overall volume, right? So um, I could do... Uh, for example, five by five bench at a hundred kilos, that's like 2,500 or something, mm. isn't it? Like you're doing five reps at a hundred, 500 times five, 2,500. Yeah. yeah. So you're doing 2,500 kilos total on bench press. But if you then go into a peaking block and you do one rep at a hundred kilo or one rep at 140 and then two reps at, uh, 120, three reps at a hundred you're not getting those 25 reps anymore. You're only getting like eight reps mm. total, right? And the weight is going down the whole time. So you might go from 2,500 kilos total over the session to 1,200. That's half the total volume that you were previously lifting. Mm. So look at the session that you're lifting. So look at the sessions that you're doing now, add up the weight times the reps, and then look at the sessions that you're doing in the peaking block and add up the weight times the reps and see if there's a difference in volume. Because if there is, then you're not working to the same level as you were before. And that's not a bad thing. It's preparing you better for competition. Your body will be fresher and you'll, your mind will be fresher and you'll only be doing comp lifts. So you'll be better at the comp lifts, but you won't be burning as much energy in the process, which means you need to consume slightly less energy while you do that if you want to maintain weight. So... Yeah, it just means looking down at the maths, which is the worst part of programming. Yeah. I think. So just uh, follow the Australian dietary guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, advice about nutrition, just take it all back to yeah. balance, yep. you know? Yeah. Yin and the yang. Yin and yang. <laughs> Fully qualified yoga teacher here, 200 hours under my belt, and all I learned from that was vegan sucks. <laughs>
Chelsea said, nice, thanks. Makes sense. Yeah. And I mean... And it's... shout out to my brother, Brett. He's hey, Brett. Fucking on hey, here. dude. Dusty Wombat. So. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah. And once again, when it comes to things like training, it's not changing overnight, right? You're not going to change in two weeks. You're not going to get onto a brand new program and suddenly everything's fucked, mm. right? It takes like six weeks for your body to even adapt to something specifically mm. anyway. So even if you're eating the same amount for a week or two while you're figuring this shit out, your body is going to be able to handle it, right? Then maybe you drop it down a little bit, maybe not as hungry, whatever. Um, or maybe you don't have that pizza that you would normally have, Dan. <laughs> or if you like, if you're like I me, I don't have a schedule. For pizza, so <laughs> I just, just go every day. I just go. Yeah, feel. just a daily thing. Yeah, I just go feel. Oh right? man, what day is it today? Pizza day. Yeah, my, yeah. my clock just says okay. pizza. Um, yeah, if you're like me, would call me a fat piece of shit for now. All right. If you're like me and you have when you go to Macca's, you have 24 nuggets and a double Big Mac <laughs> yeah. because you treat your nuggets like protein chips, which I do. I don't eat the regular chips. I eat protein chips. They just happen to look like nuggets. <laughs> and you were to go into a lower tempo training program, maybe I'd have a regular Big Mac, <laughs> for example, just to drop the calories down a little bit because I know my body is not burning quite as much. Oh, Brett. Welcome, anyone. I'm a watching. roof plumber and I'm lifting heavy materials all day and I'm worn out every day. Is there something I should do to recover better so I'm not so sore going into the next day doing the same thing? I assume Brett. Um, um, how much are you drinking? The amount well, yeah, of... How much are you drinking? I assume Brett goes <laughs> like home water or and alcohol? just slumps on the couch <laughs> or on his computer chair, on his Xbox chair or whatever. Like he's just going from all this hard work, going home, drinking what Friday night? How much does he drink on Friday nights? Right. <laughs> We've watched some of the strains. Yeah. It's more than one. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like you go and do all this hard work for a very long period of time, like yeah, eight, eight hours. hours. Yeah. All all the trades, well, most of the trades, it is some pretty fucking heavy shit. And oh, not, heavy, um, like it's hard work, man. Like, so there's no doubt about it. I want to know a couple of things before we get into this. Okay. Where does it hurt, basically? That's what I want to know. Okay. So whenever he gets back to us, but it's probably I'm assuming back. his lower back. Yeah. Basically. Because <laughs> mm. as a plumber, what did he say? Working on roofs? Yeah, because they do all the roofing, so they're like lifting the big sheets up. Yeah, and, and then yeah. Them bending up them up, bending over to pull them up. And when they're um like screwing it in, they're yeah, always hunched always over. hunched over. Mm. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, I would say uh if your lower back is getting sore, you need to do uh, something to promote recovery in that area. What did he say? He's giving me something. Hips and shoulders. Yeah, back hurts too. So pretty, much, pretty much everything. Yeah, just the whole, just okay. the whole thing. Um, so the way to promote recovery, best way to do it. Okay, I'm not going to say drink less alcohol, although that would help. It's probably not great advice. <laughs> I will say drink more water because mm. I don't know how much water he's drinking on top of that roof. Probably not enough. Right, so I'd probably say, not. It's probably a lot, but still probably not enough. Yeah, so <laughs> it's so yeah, hot should be yeah. drinking a shitload of water especially at the end of the day, right? So when you get home, you probably go, oh, fuck, I've had such a big day. I'm going to crack a beer yeah. or whatever. That's fine. Crack the beer and then have a glass of water as well, right? Or even have both of them there. What I like to do is whenever I get home for lunch or something, I have these fucking 700 ml bottles of water in the yeah, fridge yeah. and I don't let myself drink anything else until that bottle is done, mm. right? So no Pepsi Max for Marshall. Sponsor us, Pepsi Max. We love you. <laughs> No Pepsi Max for Marshall until he's finished his 700 ml bottle of water, right? 
I would. What about aminos and electrolytes? Chelsea said. It, I don't understand the context. Uh, like for breath, basically for recovery, I think. Yeah. So most of that will come from your diet anyway. So if you're eating enough red meat, you get that stuff. Because amino acids are proteins, right? Amino acid is just a branch chain of protein. Um, so if you're eating something like red meat regularly, you're getting that stuff in. You don't need to flood your system with it. Electrolytes, great if you're dehydrated at the time. Yeah. But I would just say put a bit of salt on your food, problem solved, Yeah. right? Because if you've got, and it doesn't need to be much, right? Just a fucking little teaspoon, maybe not even that, sprinkled on your veggies or something to make Isn't them taste better it's a fair bit but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's why i said it doesn't need to be that much but just put a little bit of salt on there if you've got cholesterol problems that's a different issue if you've got high blood pressure don't take that advice <laughs> but if you don't have those issues and you're feeling thirsty and shit and you're drinking a lot of beer which or whatever which is causing you to piss heaps because it's all a diuretic mm. you need to get the salts back in to promote muscle recovery yeah. Right. So I would first look at whatever you're eating when you get home and what you're eating through the day. Drink lots of water. A bit of salt on the food doesn't hurt at night. Um, and red meat, that's another great mm. one. Um, maybe less beer, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's an easy one. Um, if it's all still hurting, because you don't really want to add heaps of exercise to something like that. Yeah. Something you can do to promote recovery is try and flood that area with blood. So bodybuilders are great at this. Mm. You want to get a pump. What getting the pump does is fills that area with blood, helps the muscle recover. Um, You can do that with your lower back with some, I mean, pretty basic yoga stuff if you want to do that or stretching. You know, as long as with the stretch, you spend a bit of time contracting. So I would recommend Brett looks up something like PNF stretching or... What's PNF? Um, neuromuscular facilitation, something, mm. pro- yeah, something like that. Yes. Um, no, no partner, no. partner neuromuscular facilitation yeah, or something. I but think most PTs partner. don't actually know what it means. Yeah, so. I'm pretty sure it's that. Yeah. Anyway, look up that sort of stretching, which involves, say, a 10 second stretch, a five second contract, and then rest. Do it again, right? The reason we contract during it is to try and get the blood into that area to promote recovery. Yeah. Um. You know, you can do something like uh, McGill's Big Three. That's another good one that you can look up. Uh, It's just a stretching routine to help like pre-lifting, but it's another one that gets a lot of blood through the lower back. Um, It does that cat-cow position. Dan does it before he lifts. You know, so on all fours, flexing and extending the spine, Um, trying to just promote blood flow through those areas because something just won't recover properly if there's not a lot of blood flow through that area. So if something hurts... One of the best ways to promote recovery is to try and promote blood flow through the area, which means contracting the muscles. Red so, City doesn't drink through the week, only Friday night. So that's oh, good. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Killing it. Um, yeah, so... you Rick know, said, yeah, I don't. She said, yeah, I don't know what PNF means. Oh, <laughs> I think okay, she means. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if I've got a sore quad, you know, or if I've got a tendon tear or something, within the limits of my range of motion, I want to try and get as much blood into that area as possible so that the tear heals. It's the same with a sore lower back. Sore lower back is your body saying something's going on here, using this a lot, it needs to recover. Yeah. So to recover, you want to flood it with as much blood as possible. We can do that in the gym. I mean, we do it fucking basically every day. Yeah. But if you're at home, it could be a case of 
I mean, doing like a hundred toe touches when you get home or something, or like after dinner, you just try and touch your toes a hundred times and don't rush it. Like laying down. No, no, standing up, just touch your toes, hands above the head over and over. Try and maybe some arm swings if your shoulders are getting sore. Mm. Um, I mean, you can do something like IYT raises. That's another one you can Google. It's basically just retracting the scaps, lying on the ground face down, retract the scaps, hold for a little bit. But pick any exercise that's low resistance so body weight is fine. And as long as that exercise floods whatever area that is in pain with blood and doesn't do too much to injure it, you're going to probably feel better over time. So... You have to be careful when it comes to sore areas. I mean, it might be a case of I'm sore because I'm injured, mm-hmm. uh, in which case you should see a professional. Like, I can't really do much for you over yeah. the internet. Um, but most times, recovery won't happen unless you begin to move that part of your body, right? So it needs to be stimulated to recover. Yeah, I would say for breath, I know it's lame, but and everyone <laughs> uses the term, lame. like, correct lifting technique. <laughs> I know he's throwing a lot of stuff around during the day, and as, like, instead of a cure, more like a preventative, um, be aware of your body positions when you're lifting things. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if you're lifting things up using your shoulders, um, some little stuff you can do is, like, Again, maybe it sounds gay to you, but tighten your butt cheeks and it's good for helping you keep your back from bending because you're probably lifting, if you can see this, Brett, you're probably lifting and you automatically lean back to try and push things up Yeah. because people try and use their chest to push things up in their back yeah. arches. A good way to avoid that is to, one, like your core and tensing your ass cheeks. A lot of like I'll use it when I do like shoulder press and stuff yeah. and it stops me from bending backwards. Yeah. And so it takes a lot of pressure off your lower back and you'll be lifting better. Um, obviously, again, internet, we can't do a lot for you yeah. here. But yeah, just, and then when you pick stuff up, try and keep a straight back. I know this is all shit you've probably heard before. We yeah. might be able to uh, yeah. go out to a work site and uh, do some some demos. Sure. Some demos <laughs> for all the tradies. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, w- I did landscaping for six months. No, I know it's yeah. fuck all, but while I was doing that, you know, you'd be carrying things. <laughs> my buddy's always clenched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When I was landscaping, you'd be... Beers, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we can't, we can't cut anything. Yeah. It's unedited. Yeah. Um, when I was landscaping, you'd be carrying things that would have like written literally every fucking 10 centimeters yeah. on the package two says men. lift with two, two people. Yeah. And you've got like, like three over your shoulders. Yeah, no, a lot of like... it's just ridiculous. And like, you know, there's like, it's still going to be practical. Like, mm. you can't be sitting there yeah. going, you got a fucking like, job to doing do, all this you know? weird shit. And mm. amazing. I'm like, can you hold the yeah, fuck well, up? And yeah. we understand that. We've done the same thing. It's the same thing. And like, the, the, the Vox lift test was like this perfect lift. This ridiculous but then we're just like, and then you throw and throw bags at yeah. dudes yeah. like bending well, over bags. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember, but at one point we had to unload like a company's worth of packs from the back of a mog. <laughs> and there was two guys standing. A mog is a big truck for anyone that doesn't know. Two guys standing in the back of the truck and then a line of like 30 diggers, yeah. right, facing each other and you would throw the pack into the line and everyone would try and keep it off the ground. Yeah, it was like, like this game. It. It's got like a daisy chain and everyone would just like, people would just like grab it and throw it as hard as they can down the line and just like hit people. And, and packs I mean, like, if you yeah, give it a little, like if you give it a little tip, yeah. it's going. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. It's like a 40 kilo yeah. weight flying down yeah. this line like it did some fucking damage yeah. Man. Yeah. like if you didn't get the perfect like little, uh, little hot potato <laughs> yeah you like... were like you're copping some bruises to the arms things yeah. are getting fucked up 
your lower back's fucked. Dudes, like, like, <laughs> dudes on the truck are just like picking it up. And yeah, like, launching it. Yeah. They don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, and they because, just off it, they're up there. Yeah, yeah. and you're, because it's hot in those yeah. fucking things. And you're off it that you even have to touch someone else's pack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck oh, this shit. guy. And Why you, do you have to bring this one? I know you've got to uh, find your own pack and the, <laughs> the pack of like 100 packs that all look exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we do understand, Brett, that we can tell you all day, every day to lift properly, but it might not help. What I would say is, so like I was talking about before, the body is really good at adapting to certain mm. stimulus. If you lift with a rounded back, the muscles that s- support the spine will get better at lifting in that position, right? So as long as you're doing it with what's called progressive overload, like you never lift something so fucking heavy or in a position that's so fucking compromising that you hurt yourself, the muscles are getting trained just like any other lift. You know, you see these days on Instagram, there's all these different variations of things like hyperextensions where they say, oh, no, for this, use a rounded back. Or um, Dave Tate will say, oh, yeah, for this variation of good mornings, round the spine yeah. because you're trying to develop the muscles that straighten the spine yeah. and then hold it straight, right? He doesn't say do this with the max possible fucking weight <laughs> yeah. that you can do it, but he says, you know, you might do a set of 12 with 30% of your fucking total max lifting from a rounded spine to mm. a straight spine. So it's very similar to when you're out on a work site and you do round your spine to lift something and pull it up. That's working those muscles. Mm. So when you go home and you're sore and fatigued, you just spent a fucking whole day doing a big session where if you're putting yourself in shitty positions, those muscles are getting worked. Yeah. So to recover from that you then just need to try and flood that area with blood you know because i mean we can say lift properly but i mean one time in 10 you might fuck it up yeah right so i would i would say along with dan's advice of trying your very best to do everything within restrictions if it fucking hurts don't do it that's Mm. great advice um and two when you're about to lift something heavy just go oh what's the safest way i could possibly do this without affecting the work and fucking my body Mm. and i mean it might be a case of like instead of fucking carrying three bags of cement (laughs) right put them in a wheelbarrow right (laughs) because you're saving yourself some dramas and i would do the same thing i go i can either fucking try and carry these fucking 20 bags of cement over there or i can put five at a time in the wheelbarrow and wheel them and it'll get done faster and i won't fucking hurt myself (laughs) you know and like it'd take maybe five extra seconds to get the wheelbarrow and I might get yelled at for like not picking it up and throwing it over (laughs) my shoulder. But at the end of the day, it's getting done faster and you're doing your body a favor, right? Um, So yeah, lots of water. Um, We're coming into like the last 10 minutes before we get cut off. Oh, it's exciting. Look at us go. We pretty much spent that whole time answering questions. Yeah. So thanks for asking Um, questions. Anyone that much appreciated. Yeah. So um we're live at five every single day monday to every friday day, yeah, yeah. Day. um we do it purely to give you guys something to listen to some entertainment the chance to either ask us a question because you're genuinely interested in what we have to say or just insult us or something like yeah, maybe you maybe you don't like something i said <laughs> today and you think i'm a fucking idiot and you want to tell me i'll listen i'll probably tell, tell you him, an idiot tell back him, but tell <laughs> you'll give the boys a lot of entertainment yeah it'd be funny um you know, if you, for some reason, after this, really craving the sound of our voice, we've got a bunch of podcasts out now. Spotify, YouTube. Yep. Um, and all these other, like, have you just been seeing the emails that Anchor has just put us on, like, these random I did see those. Like, well, so you like, might be able to find us anywhere. now can post your podcast on this, and yeah. I've never heard of it. No, it's site. saying, like, 
Apple, Apple Music? Is we have Apple Music? Uh, okay. I don't think so. Uh, maybe one was like, it's like some random like cruncher. If you yeah. fucking yeah, got like, Apple yeah. Music, just get Spotify, man. Like, if you have a yeah. if you have a favorite podcasting uh, platform, type yeah. in the hard way and see if we can. Yeah, up. see if we could be there. Like, come up. You know, the hard oh. way. Yeah, hard way. Amble TD podcast. Yeah, yeah, and I think on YouTube, Amble Training and Development. Yeah, on YouTube, our channel on YouTube is just Amble Training and Development. Yeah. And um, if there's anything you guys want to know about. Oh, 91 Tay. Quick thoughts on MCT oil. Just eat food or fats? I don't really understand Do, the question. Mm, I'm sorry. Well, what's your thoughts on MCT oil? I don't even know what the fuck yeah, that I don't is. Know what oh, it's like is. that. Um, is it like a supplement, basically? It's I I had I take oil. fish oil every day. Is that anything to do with MCT oil? I look as far as diet goes. Is, right, the answer MCT is relatively oil. simple. If you've got a diagnosed diet dietary condition, see your doctor and a and a dietitian about it. Dietary supplement that is made up of MCT fats, right. which are fats that can be found in coconut oil, palm kernel oil. And dietary products. Right. Okay. Well, I guess by people the short answer is we don't take them. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, if you don't have a diagnosed health condition, try to have as balanced a diet as humanly possible, right? Like, look up the food pyramid, go by what it says, you know, try not to have too much of one thing, try and get enough protein in your diet. And, um, and if you like, if you're not eating a lot of fish, maybe take fish oil, right? But in general, avoid supplements eat the food right so the food will always be better hands down you can't a lot of the times you can't trust the quality of supplements you don't know if it's fucking the quality that they say on the packaging mm. um that industry is semi-regulated in australia but it's not super you still strict. get some snake oil businesses yeah that, yeah, yeah we'll um, some and a products. lot of it's a placebo but if you really want the best possible results try and just eat the most wholesome balanced diet you can if you are worried about a dietary condition, you know, if you're fucking tired all the time, my first recommendation is stop being a vegetarian, eat red meat. <laughs> if you are still tired all the time, go see a doctor, right? Um, if you're, I don't know, something intolerant, lactose, um, what's the other one that's in bread? Um, uh, gluten, gluten yeah, intolerant. Yeah, gluten intolerant. I mean, they're all real things and they can all fuck with your life. You know, maybe you're shitting all the time and you want to stop. I mean, I would go see a fucking doctor, right? Um, I wouldn't take Facebook's advice or whatever posts, whatever dude said, oh, this supplement is a fucking game changer. Um, <laughs> just go, if you need it, go see the doctor. If you don't, balance the diet, right? That's That will always be the best solution. Yeah, it's always priority food, secondary yeah. supplement. Like for me, I knew I needed more protein, so I started taking priority powder. Yeah. yeah. If you and that's like, that's exactly right. Like we, I mean we eat two steaks a day sometimes mm. most days I think. Yeah. Before you're eating three steaks a day, I still need over 200 grams of protein in my diet to build the kind of muscle that I want to build. If I can't hit that, oh celiac disease, there we go. That's what Charlotte said. Thanks. Um, <laughs> thanks baby doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean if I'm still not getting 200 grams of protein from the steak just because I'm poor, right? We're not rich people. I can't afford the best huge steaks <laughs> that I can eat all them. the time, yeah. right? As much as I want. Yeah. yeah. If you want to donate to steak to we'll us, make a we would love yeah. that. <laughs> so in that situation, I recognize the best way for me to get more protein in my diet is a protein shake where I've got basically fuck all calories but 30 grams of protein. That's win-win for me. Um, but I'm not also going out of my way to take 
you know, a whole bunch of vitamin supplements and stuff. I think we've lost Facebook. So those of you left on Instagram, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. I hope I answered everyone's questions. Facebook might be gone. Yeah, I think Facebook's Um, gone. If not, well... Goodbye, Facebook as well. I hope I answered the uh, the oil supplement thing well enough. If not, you can just hit up the DMs on the page. I'm happy to answer it or point you in the direction of the stuff that I use, like as far as um, you know, resources where I learn about diet stuff like that. Yeah, we're always um, happy to look further into things to yeah. get a better answer. Yeah. So, and I mean, the other day someone asked me about um, fucking Psalms. Yeah, oh, and yeah. my advice is don't take them if you don't need them. And you don't need them unless a doctor says to you, you should take this, right? Um, if you're looking at injury repair, my first advice is you probably got shit technique in the gym. Even if you take something to repair that injury, when you stop taking it and you go back to training the shit way you were training before, you're going to get injured again. Yeah. So look at your technique in the gym, fix that first, and then if you're still fucked maybe it's time to ask a doctor for fucking growth hormones, but get it off a doctor, right? Yeah. Don't get it off the fucking dude at ASN. Yeah. Anyway, oh, thanks Facebook for tuning in. Still... Oh, we are still oh, running. Facebook. Well, yeah, I don't know what Facebook Zuckerberg came through for us. But anyway, yeah, uh, probably on the last couple of minutes. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Once again, we do have a bunch of podcasts now live on YouTube, Spotify, and a whole bunch of other random platforms. Yeah, well... So... <laughs> apparently non-existent yeah so youtube our channel is animal training development we've got a bunch of videos on there spotify we are the hard way animal tnd podcast animal td podcast yeah rather um where we have they wouldn't let us put an ampersand in there yeah some reason ampersands are forbidden yeah Yeah. it's the forbidden ampersand yeah (laughs) that's the next harry potter book yep you can trust me on that so yeah we got a bunch of stuff up here listen to more things um i guess some more targeted topics as well yeah yeah, you don't just get a, an hour of whatever the fuck we happen to feel like talking about. Yeah, so. plus whatever knowledge happens to be in my brain at any one time. Yeah. Research for our articles. At the moment, I've got nothing. I've got my phone. That's yeah. the best i got. Um, yes, yeah, so heaps of coffee. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be here again live at 5 tomorrow afternoon. 